0: everyone and welcome back to the dream life loading podcast season two episode six I'm your co-host Sky
1: and I'm your co-host Susan
0: how are you today Sky I am good Susan We had quite a quite a day yesterday but um I guess long story short we got to go to Verona and we had a wonderful time and it was so cool to see um Juliet's balcony and see they had a lot of different Romeo and Juliet stuff and that's always something I obviously Theater kid, I read Romeo and Juliet. So it was really it there was a lot of craziness and bad things that happened at the end of the day, but we are all safe and that's really what matters at the end of the day. So the fact that we got to see Verona and experience it with Nick's family, it was it was a it was a really good day until the night hit. So I'll leave it <laughs> at that, but um yeah, it was just been a, it's been a crazy 24 hours. So I'm coming down from the craziness, but how are you? I'm good.
1: I hosted a girls' night on Friday. And that was excellent, so much fun. And then I was feeling low. Like, I, I don't know if I was fighting off something or sick. And I was just super congested. So we literally, like, we got a lot done around the house. But we rested Saturday and Sunday, which was much needed. So I'm feeling recouped
0: and ready for the week. I love that. I think let's talk about your girls' night. And I think we've been hosting you more than me, especially. But I thought that this would be a fun episode to do because with the holidays coming up, I think so many people are gonna be hosting more. And just, I think with fall and winter, it seems like there's more like dinner parties and like indoor hosting style things, just with the weather changing. And like I said, the holidays and whatever. So I think let's just talk about, like you probably have more hosting tips than I do. So I'm looking to gain some insight. (laughs) And then also share like stories, advice, just like all things hosting. I think it can be so much fun if you not know what you know what you're doing, but if you just have a plan. And so I, I know you have had a great plan on Saturday, especially with your girl's day.
1: Yes. So Saturday was fun. I actually pulled from your TikTok. I was sitting in the grocery store parking lot and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to see Sky's TikTok because I did the hand yes. try the board and it came out so cute. Did I send you pictures? No, oh, you did. Okay, I'll send oh, yeah. you pictures when we're done recording, um, but it came out super cute. So that was super fun. But I actually wrote my top three tips for hosting and I'm just going to list them off and then we can like jump into the details of it all. So number one, have a signature drink, whether it's a cocktail or a mocktail, this just elevates the party so much and might just have it be themed. So for Friday, we did apple cider mimosas and I'm pretty sure I was the only one who drank them. However, it was nice because everyone just brought their own stuff. But it was nice that there was the option and it was just fun. And it adds like a certain flair. Like right now I'm seeing all the Christmas cocktails and mocktail recipes. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. Like that's really fun. Um, the next one is tablescape detail. If you just add one small detail to your table, it makes such a big difference. So, Like even when we have just like my parents or Chris's parents stop in unexpectedly and we are throwing together a dinner really fast an easy one is making your napkins look really nice i learned how to roll like my cloth napkins into a rose and now it's it's such a quick and easy thing and it makes your table look just so put together so just having like something small that you can do if you're planning like a bigger event like having name tags that's also always a fun way to go about it and then my last one is easy cleanup so whether that's plastic like nice looking plastic like plateware that's super easy or just making sure that your dishwasher and everything is empty and ready to go. You don't want to be unloading your dishwasher while trying to load it at the same time. Like, just have your stations all set, and it's going to make everything go so much smoother. Because at the end of the day, you should enjoy your party just as much, if not more, than everyone else. And you're not going to enjoy it if you're doing dishes the whole time.
0: Yep. Yeah. So I wrote notes too, and I think I'm. Most of these notes are going off of Thanksgiving that we hosted a couple weeks ago. Like like I talked yep. about, but I hosted like a pretty good amount in college, which obviously is not gonna be like a full sit down dinner party all the time, but it is like a lot of these tips and tricks can like transfer over from like event to event. But the signature cocktail, I'm right there with you. I did apple cider mimosas for Thanksgiving too. And with, we had, we had Russians, Canadians, me, the American, and then an Italian. So we had so many different cultures going on, which is honestly pretty fantastic. But a lot of people hadn't heard of apple cider mimosas. So it was even like a fun conversation starter and people wanted to try something new. So doing a cocktail that's like, maybe people haven't heard of, or, you know, like just something that sets the mood, sets the theme. I love that. I think it's an easy way And I think you can also kind of dictate how much alcohol you want people to be drinking at your gathering. (laughs) If you do like a martini or like a cocktail versus like the mimosa, that's just Prosecco. So you could, well, you could do a sangria and add vodka, whatever. So you can kind of help monitor because you can, I mean, you get, you're the host, you get to kind of decide where you want the levels to be. So I knew I kind of appreciated being able to kind of be the one monitoring that.
1: I've also done, I get the big, around Christmas time, the big, like, just empty ornaments. They're, like, plastic or glass that you can put, like, pictures and stuff in. But we put alcohol in those. And then you just, so your hard alcohol is in the ornament. And then you have your mixture in the glass. And you put the ornament on the glass. And then as people want to drink, they just flip it over. And that's super fun, too.
0: Oh, I love that. And that's a good, like, easy So it could literally be a vodka crayon, like super basic drink. Now that you're putting it in this fun little experience, your guests are going to remember it. It's not not super expensive. Like it's a pretty cheap decor experience, whatever. So that's so fun. I want to do that this year. And it it can be so affordable. I think my ornaments for last year
1: cost me like a dollar each. I bought a bag of them. I got like 10 of them just so that we have them in our apartment. We never had more than six people anyways, but now that we get the house, like we can have a whole blue, which I don't know if I told you this, but I'm hosting Thanksgiving this year. No like, fault on both families. And we have a couple friends coming like the whole wow. thing. How many people yeah. do you know? I'm guess- like, just off the top of my head, I'm guessing anywhere between 12 and 20. Yeah. yeah. How do you um, love almost- that? I'm a little scared, but I know it'll be fun because I'm going to do all my planning beforehand and I'm going to get, i can already see the tablescape. It's going to be beautiful. Yes.
0: And I think this is a really good, I had written this down too, and I was really nervous because I knew Thanksgiving is obviously a big deal. And especially to these Canadians that some of them, this was their first time not being home for Thanksgiving. So I wanted it to be really special for them. And obviously like I wanted it to be special just in general. Yeah. Like you feel a lot of pressure when you're hosting and especially I had never cooked a turkey and it was a 15 pound bird and it was like, what do I do with this? So there's a lot of pressure, but at the end of the day, you have to remember that you, I think you have to not only remember and acknowledge, but accept that things are not going to go exactly according to your plan and you just have to be okay with that like the turkey took an extra hour we had to use a different oven than we thought like all these different things happen and you just have to be like you can you you can be upset about it later but like just be okay with the fact that it's gonna not be exactly like you want and know that your guests probably don't care I think that was like my big thing is I was so worried like are people starving if we don't eat right at four o'clock and this and that it was like people are so happy, especially in your situation where you're going to be hosting this giant gathering. People are going to be so grateful and happy that you are hosting them and providing this food and providing this experience that if things are a little bit delayed, especially with your fun drinks, no one's going to care. So actually kind of set people up with drinks and apps so that if things go a little bit messy, no one notices. Yeah. And that's the thing. The other thing I've noticed is
1: like If you have the right group of people, they're just going to be so kind and considerate. Like they're always like our group, especially when we've done Friendsgiving for a handful of years now. And that core group is always like, you're hosting, like, don't do the dishes. Like, let me take care of this. Let me do this. And they just want to jump in and help. It's like, when you have the right group, hosting is not stressful at all. I couldn't tell you the last time I was hosting something and I felt actual stress because we have such a good group of people and it's just like, awesome. And you don't like, you can check in on them, make sure they're comfortable or whatever. But then like, just go do your thing and enjoy it. And I feel like your guests enjoy your party so much more when you're enjoying yourself. You're sitting with them or you're laughing with them, even if you are still doing stuff in the kitchen, but just don't sit there and have your grumpy, stressed out face on. you know, like actually enjoy it and be as present as you can. Obviously you're managing a whole lot of stuff,
0: but just the biggest thing I
1: can say is enjoy it.
0: And you have, I think the host is going to set set the bar for literally everything like every Mm -hmm. aspect of your event you set as the host and if you have a bad attitude and you're stressed and overwhelmed and like waiting for the day to be over your guests are going to have that same attitude too so you have to like if you want the event to go well you start with yourself which like literally is everything that we talk about with (laughs) like it begins with yourself but it really does with this and i noticed that too it's like if there were little moments when i started to get overwhelmed and get stressed. It was like, I don't want this attitude to come across to our guests because then you don't want them to feel bad. You don't want like, you know, yeah. make it worse. So I really tried to lean on some of our guests that would come to me and be like, can I do anything? Because it's so easy. I'm sure you're the same way where if someone says like, oh, can I help you? Or like, the automatic response is, no, I'm good. Thanks. And then I kind of yeah. stopped. Like, Actually, yes, please be the person to make sure the marshmallows mm-hmm. don't burn or whatever. And yeah. We have no dishwasher. So when you're cooking a feast like that with 12 people, I think it was, it's a lot of dishes. And we had multiple people throughout the day that were like, let me take a turn. Like, let me take a shift. And it was incredible. I honestly said to Nick, our apartment has never looked cleaner than it did the day <laughs> after Thanksgiving. So it's just like you said, good people that want to make it want to help. Absolutely. Why don't we do the question of the day? because I think this will
1: create more top conversation on okay. this. When do you feel the most
0: yourself? Oh, Susan, that's a really, that was, I was expecting like, what's your favorite drink to serve or something. So I, really, I feel. <laughs> I mean, um, when do I feel my most myself? I mean, I think I always was, like, the person that, like, I would not want to go for sleepovers. I would not want to go, like, hang out with people because I felt, like, my most comfortable and my most relaxed with my family, like, mom, dad, Lucas, without question. And then Nick was honestly... Well, I've had you included a very, like, few... Three friends that, like, are pretty close to that. Like, friends that feel like family, but, like, you don't get that, like, family unit. You know, like, your family's really special. And Nick is probably like the the one on that list or it's like you feel like yourself like I feel like I can be like very authentically Skylar but I if we're no. not thinking because you didn't really ask me like who I'm with you more asked like when so I think like I mean, I'm in like an outfit that I feel good in and I'm like doing something that gives me joy whether it's reading or writing or listening to music or honestly like when I did hi- theater in high school like being on stage like things that give me pure passion like that's when I feel my most most myself I think when I'm most confident is when I feel most myself
1: I love that so I feel the most myself when usually I'm like half a drink and my tablescape. <laughs> that i am wearing something cute we have like a wood fire going all the candles are lit in the house and we have people over in the house is filled with chatter oh, that, that is, is cool. when i feel the most me and maybe that's why i was like oh this is going to go back yeah. to hosting cuz that was but yes that is like hands down when i feel the most myself you, so hosting is when you feel your most yourself yeah that's i amazing. love like i love having like the placemats and the, like picking, we have different colored silverware. So like when it's a group of four, we're using the black utensils. Cause I only have like a matching four perfect sets and I love just putting it all together in our table runner and all the things. And Chris gets it. Chris came home with a table runner the other day and was like, you had to have this. And I was like, oh. you get it. Like having a bouquet of flowers on our table, you know, like all the things and that's been the other day I went to the grocery store and Chris, Chris, one of Chris's biggest pet peeves is flowers. He thinks that they're a waste of money because they just die. He would rather give me something that like I can have for a long period of time. And I'm like, He's I don't care. always
0: thinking it. like that. Always yeah. thinking best, best you, for my buck. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> How far will
1: this dollar get me <laughs> per inch of whatever it is I buy? Yep. Um, so the other day I went to the grocery store and it was just the most beautiful bouquet and it was on sale. And I was like, "Fuck it!" So I bought it. I brought it home. I was like, Chris, you shouldn't have, cause I had his credit card. So he technically bought it. Yep. And I was like, you bought this for me. Like, thank you so much. Everyone who comes in is like, oh my God, those flowers are so beautiful. i like, Chris bought them. Like, I don't say he got them. Chris uh-huh. bought them. And they're like, oh my God, that's so sweet. Sky, these flowers have lasted three and a half weeks. They We're- still look love- Brand new shaws. No way. Yeah, I'm not. I'll send you a picture when we're done with this because it's unreal. They're stunning, and they've been sitting on our table. But our table, our like when you first walk in that front table, yep, it just elevates it. It just it's a piece of it. I'm like, oh, Chris, like the last three and a half weeks, like yep. now this is a habit,
0: like mm-hmm. at least once a month. Yeah, <laughs> it looks so good and effortless. And it's one of those things where it's. I, I, yes, it costs money, and yes, Chris could buy something that would last longer. But it, if it, if that little thing is going to give you joy, like yeah, I think fresh flowers in a home is something like year round. I think it's so special. And
1: I actually, so you know how when you buy fresh flowers, they come in like the thing. I don't know what that's called. That's nice. Like the yeah, the plastic. So this came with like the clear plastic that's like the protector, and then it had like a decorative orange plastic. Oh, and I. T- the orange plastic I actually put it in the vase with the flour so it like kind of spilled out and I'm wondering if that's why they've lasted so long I've never done that before but I put that in and then I put like the food in that it comes with that little bag and they lasted so well I've only replaced the water twice wow and
0: you put like I know you can put aspirin in water or the sugar in water anything like that
1: Sometimes I do sugar, but these specific ones, I have not added anything other than the food the first day that I had them. And so I, that's cool why I'm colors. like the difference is the plastic. So I'm going to try that again with my next bouquet yeah. okay that Chris purchases for me
0: mm-hmm. that I might pick out myself. <laughs> but fine. I think I'm thinking back to your question, which I, I really, I liked that question, Susan. I think that's actually a good journal prompt too. Like, when do you feel yeah. about yourself? Because now that I like said- All those things i'm like thinking i was like wow like you should always feel your most yourself but whatever um i think a year ago i don't think you would have said that you feel your most yourself feel your most yourself when you're hosting and i think it's just like the growth of buying a house yes but the growth of you as a person has built you into this person that like actually finds joy in the chaos of hosting. And that's so special.
1: Yeah, I think it's that and I also stopped the mentality of I'll be happy when because I was that's what got me stuck a lot, especially a year ago, it was like, I'll be happy when I have not just a house, but the house we build ourselves and I design and if it's not this way, I won't be able to host the way I want. And all of those little things that I have no control over, like, And we're so fortunate to have the house that we have. Like it is perfect for hosting. It's designed well, but it's like, I was hosting uh, extravagant parties in our apartment, January and February before we moved in March, not knowing that we were going to buy a house. But it was like, I was trying to get into that. It was something I was excited about. And I think that I really think I enjoy it because I've let go of having to control every single thing. I control what I can. And what I can is always really good. So, like, when people come in, that's, like, it is peaked. Like, this is as nice as it's going to be. Now everything's going to get wrecked. And that's totally, that's how it's supposed to be. And that's been really, really, like, nice and freeing to just be, like, okay, no, I'm going to enjoy it. And that's the other thing is I actually enjoy it. I don't just worry about everyone else. Like, yes, I am, like, I'm actively aware of if everyone's having a good time. But if I'm having
0: a good time, that, like, they will, too. Absolutely, I think that's something I need to work on. I noticed with Thanksgiving, I obviously you're exhausted when you're at a gathering, whether you're yeah. the one hosting it or not. But I realized I had not stopped doing something or stop. I had not sat. The only time I sat was like the ten minutes I ate. That was yeah. It. Other than that, I was running. I was doing a million different things, and I realized that I had a great time. I was so happy. And but I think looking back. I was so happy that everyone else had such a good time. Like, I didn't have a bad time. Yeah. I didn't wait for the day to be over. But, like, I have worked weddings and done, like, the banquet side of things. So yeah. I went into that mode where it was like, I'm on the clock now until this event is over. So yeah. I didn't really... I did not enjoy it as a guest not one bit. Like even when I sat down to eat, it was like, okay, now what's next? And then everyone's yeah. having like everyone like had their moment like after you eat and I was like, okay, let's get dessert going, like let's start dishes like this and that. So, I definitely and I even I wrote down something about um like you're not going to enjoy it the same way your guests do, which is probably a problem, but that I thought this. But I did that I think I think it could go either way. It depends on the event too. Like if it was a party, I would have been right in the middle of it, but I think I was also the first time I was doing it. And you're definitely getting more used to hosting too. So you're probably able yeah. to let a little bit more flow than I was and actually enjoy it. So I need to. Work yeah.
1: Out. I think it also, like your environment has such a big to do with that because I remember being in our apartment, we had no counter space and we had no dishwasher either. And it's really hard to, honestly, it's hard to enjoy it when you have such limited space to try to navigate all of that where like now I have a giant island and I have a dishwasher like I can throw stuff in there as things are done like that is huge that's a big factor in it and the other thing is accumulation of party supplies makes your life ridiculously easier so like we have the I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast This summer, Chris had gotten inherited two giant tables and sets of chairs. And I was like, we're keeping these. I gave him an entire presentation, a vulgar presentation on why we were keeping them. Because I was like, we need them for hosting purposes. Like we're keeping them. I won the argument and we kept them. We used every single chair at our housewarming. I had pulled everyone out of the attic because we needed them. Um, So anyways, as you build like your host, once you find your style and you build your hosting I don't know, stockpile of things, it makes your life so much easier because now I can go into my ca- closet from the wedding gifts that we got and I have platters and I have serving ware and I have all these things that just make it easier. I don't even have to think about it. I can just pull it out and throw food in it. Whereas when we are in the apartment and we didn't have space, it wasn't like that. Like it was logistically, I'm trying to think how are, where are we going to put fit the food? How are we going to serve the food? Like there's a lot of things that go into hosting that, eventually you won't have to think about when you have the things and the space to store the things, but that's really hard too. like storing said things is really hard. I remember at the apartment, I had one tote and I had like all of our plastic stuff because I was like, we don't have the space to do all the dishes, nor did we have enough dishes to feed anyone more than four people. So it was like, I had a tote of all plastic wear that was, it looked nice cups. I think I still have some of those, the disco balls, any decorations that could be reused and a handful of big plastic serving ware just so that we had it. Yeah, And that's like where you got to start sometimes. But then you will get to a point where, you know, you can just whip out whatever and go on the fly. And I think that's why I'm getting better at spontaneous people dropping in yeah. because I have the ability to just serve now.
0: Absolutely. Yep. I didn't even think about doing plastic or paper utensils. Did not even cross my mind. And I'm literally thinking, I was like, how much time would that have saved us? And even right? I had to with a glass wine glass throughout the entire night. Like, so it's I feel like, like you're saying, like you learn as you go and I'm sure you'll look back and think about the first time you hosted and be like, oh my God. And maybe even a year from now, you're like, I can't believe I did things this way. And yeah. like, I'm, I didn't sit and i'm realizing as you're saying these things out loud i'm like i didn't sit because we didn't have enough chairs for everybody to sit and as the host i was like i don't want to be sitting and then having one of my guests stand even though someone would have happily stood okay they kept offering you know like you have this pressure and you don't think about things in the moment you're just like do to be yeah. done and something else i was thinking about i think one of the reasons i kept doing things was because we kind of set up in the kitchen And it that's where our dining room, that's where our dining room, that's where our kitchen table is. So it was where I wanted to have the dinner. But in my head, I kind of thought people would be on the patio and then in our living room for before and after dinner, which would have given me room in the kitchen to throw dishes on the table and kind of like have that as my dumping zone. But no one ever left the kitchen. So yeah. we went at 9 PM when everyone's like chilling after dinner, waiting for dessert, I'm like, well, I need to start getting dessert ready while I have all these people here and I have nowhere to put yeah. anything. So if I had been, I think you can really train people to how you want them to be as your guest. Yeah. So if I had had like wine glasses or the bar set up in the living room, like you uh, can, this is... And you think back on like all the things I did working in weddings and it's like if you want people to go somewhere put something there for them to go to and it's you learn as you go and now I'm like thinking I'm yeah. like, oh, we can do this so much better if we do this again that's what I was just
1: thinking because when we do stuff here I'll a lot of times I'll put stuff along the um like the island counter to start like for food and drinks yeah. and then add come in and as I want them to migrate to like the living room, because then like once everyone's there, I'll just pick the food up and move. People will follow food wherever you put it. Like <laughs> if you want them out of your way, just food to the other room and they will follow.
0: And I think I saw people do this. We went for a gathering a couple weeks ago and they had the bar in a separate room than anything else. And it was just, yeah. it, if nothing else, it's actually really good to have your guests have to get up to go get more alcohol instead yeah. of sitting there and pouring the bottle of wine. Like, nope, you gotta go get up and go to this other section. And I think that too, I, I realized we underbought alcohol and it wasn't intentional in the moment. And I kind of realized after that I was happy we did it. And if you're having like a full on like party party, go for it. But for a dinner party like we did and like you've been doing under buying just a little bit so that there's a reason for the night to end because we had people like everyone stayed after the alcohol was gone. But once people stop drinking, the timer starts and then they leave sooner and sooner from there. So I think I mean, people left at midnight and we had people arrive at 2 p.m. So if there had been right. more alcohol, the party would have gone all night, which would have been fine. But I think it's it's kind of you can use alcohol or food or both as like your timers, like this is gonna to start to run out. So that I kind of thought about that after I was like, I'm gonna keep that in mind and under buy just by one bottle or just buy a gun, yeah. just to monitor. That's the other thing too. Like, as you have
1: the space to like post, like post people, cause that's one thing that we've never, I've never ever thought of that too, because we have a full, we have a bar cart, which is just fully stock collecting dust because we don't shrink off of it. And then we have a beer fridge, but we also have place for people to crash. But one thing I have learned is it's okay to go to bed. Like after midnight, I'm going to fall asleep on the couch in front of you anyways. Mm -hmm. So there have been actually the last three times we have hosted things. I've just been like, have fun. Don't drive. I'm taking your keys. I'm going to bed. Good night. I just, you know, I stay up literally as physically late as I can. But by like midnight, 1230, I'm gone. You're not going to see me because... I was up at four the day before most likely like, and that's okay. And so many people respect that. And I've not once had one person be like, Oh my God, you went to bed early. Like you have the right group, the right tribe. They're not going to care. Especially if we've been drinking all day long or hosting all day long. Like people are super conscious, especially where you're hosting. They're like, you are probably exhausted Mm -hmm. and they're super respectful of that.
0: Yep. Absolutely. I think that's the number one thing is if you're going to bother to host, only invite people that you want in your house. And that For you- a long period of time. Imagine yeah. if they don't till 3 a.m. Make and sure it's something
1: you don't mind. There.
0: Don't <laughs> you trust to leave in your house when you want to go to bed. Like that's fantastic, you know? Yeah. Do we want to do favorites or do you have anything? No, else? I think favorites is great.
1: So my favorite quote of the week was the choices we make today create the future you were dreaming of. I like that. And I like that one. Mm-hmm.
0: That's very D- DLO.
1: Yes. It was the
0: first thing I saw on Pinterest this morning. And I'm like, I'm writing it down. Yep. It's perfect. I have been talking to you and a few other people and just like, this has been on my mind the past week. So I thought it was perfect that, um, like being genuine Like the idea of like gen, gen, I keep wanting to say genuinity and I know that that's not a word, but that's (laughs) what comes in my head, but being genuine and surrounding yourself with genuine people and like being, having your words be genuine, like all these things I've just been really leaning into over the past week. And it goes a long way. I think like I've really learned that being genuine and only receiving genuine energy just creates such a positive mindset for yourself. So I was looking for quotes on that. And this is the one I found. Um, it's not about being known and admired by everyone. It's about being authentic in a world that makes us think we are not enough because, because authenticity connects us and genuine connection is what heals. Oh, I love that. Right? That's very nice. It kind of like summed up like everything I was like trying to find in a quote. So I was like, this is perfect. That's really nice. I thought so too. Oh.
1: My favorite for the week is actually a compliment I got. So over the course of the weekend, we had Friday, we had eight people here. Saturday, my in-laws were here. Mm-hmm. So eight, 10 people throughout the course of the weekend. And every single one of them said, oh my God, your, your home is so cozy. Like I feel so warm and cozy. And I was like, that is all I've ever wanted. That is how I feel in my living room, in my kitchen. But I wanted like that to translate and just having people like feel the energy that I've put in because I slaved over that living room, trying to yeah. de-wallpaper it and paint it and then match our pillows and just make it warm. And that has just been so nice. Like that makes my heart genuine and I, it's hosting
0: because they're here in our house and they feel the way I feel. And I think it, it's, you have so much pride for your home, which you should, and it's you're getting not that you're looking for like affirmation on the work you've done on your home, but seeing people that are saying these compliments that you're hoping for without them, without y- you prompting them. You know, like these yeah. are, these are the things you're looking for without being without telling people that this is what you're looking for, which is the best kind of compliment. I'm just glad that it's a
1: welcoming space for yeah.
0: it. For- like, for everyone. And
1: that's the other thing. It's on my to-do list. I need to name our home because I was reading Grimoire Girl by Lori Burton. And I'm obsessed. And it needs, like, our home needs a name. And I'm having the hardest time naming her. It's definitely a her. I got that part down. But I don't know. So, if you have any ideas, you've been here. You've met her. So, yeah. I need, it has to be, like, magical, but not in, like, a blatantly magical
0: It's got to be, like, fall, witchy, magic, like very that vibe.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. I still, I, I don't know what it is yet though, but yeah. I'll figure it
0: out. I'll ponder. <laughs> I like this. Um, My favorite of the week is I'm changing it because it was just going to be my coffee syrups because I couldn't think of anything else, which I have been enjoying having coffee syrups for the first time ever. Um, but because of what you just said about receiving compliments that are unprompted, that are exactly what you actually wanted to hear, I have to talk about a comment that you gave me on Saturday night, because I had put together an outfit that I had spent far too long thinking about, but I wanted to go for a very specific vibe, and I just, I wanted it to look good, like I knew I was going to be taking a photo, but it wasn't even about, the photo it was just about feeling good, and you, you understand, and so I spent a long time on this outfit, and I sent you the picture, and you responded so, I think the favorite is... I- compliments because that's what was given to you what you gave to me is not just oh you look great but x y and z this is what I love about your outfit without me saying don't you love my outfit and it was just I I spent so long on this and you turned around and said exactly what I was going for and (laughs) highlighted all the little things down to the textures of the different fabrics I was wearing and I've been having so much fun with fall fashion like I've talked about for a couple weeks now and I just it I was so happy in the outfit anyways, and then sometimes a compliment just goes so far. They always go so far, but especially when you're not looking for them. I think that's the best kind of compliment. It was so funny because
1: you sent me the picture, and for context, the picture was of her and Nick, and they're at the hockey game, and she they're standing like, I don't know, what's that board? It's just like it's, the team board. It's the
0: media board, like where they would do interviews after the games or whatever.
1: Right. So they're just standing. They look super cute, and I was like, oh my god, Mike looks so cute. And then I just, like, dive into the outfit. And I was, like, I was hoping you were going to take it the right way. Because I was, like, I hope she doesn't think I'm taking away from, like, the cuteness of, like, her and her fiancé. Because, like, that's super exciting. But, like, the (laughs) outfit, the star of the
0: show. Like, it just had all the elements. And I was, like, I was obsessed. And you, like, you know, we know each other well enough that, like... I know what you think about me and Nick. So I don't, every time that compliment doesn't have to be like, you guys are so cute, which you did say. And then it was like, I know what I here for. Even though all I did was randomly send this photo. And it was yeah, like, there was no contact. No you literally said. just photo.
1: And I went on a, a rant about it. And then as, as, so I sent my first like review and then you responded nice. and I responded, we responded the same thing. I was like, you look so
0: expensive. Like I was like, just... I was going for something chic, like something and you were like, yeah. you look so chic. I was like, it's just, yeah. it's, it is the little things. Like think, look at that. Those are two favorites for this week that are not physical, like materialistic favorites. It's just the, the, unprompted specific compliments go so far yes
1: and you guys know the drill like (laughs) and subscribe if you are listening on spotify
0: or apple Podcasts. leave us a review
1: and we'll be back next week
0: thank you so much for listening